This is Marcus de Costa, pastor of House of Israel London, and this is our podcast. I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope this teaching edifies you, challenges, and inspires you to walk the best walk you can with Messiah Yeshua. May you be richly blessed by this message. One of the important entry points to our exploration of the Gospels was the understanding that Messiah Yeshua said that in the Gospels there is life and that we are to search the Gospels for in them there is life. But those those scriptures which he was referring to, which the apostles of Messiah Yeshua and his disciples are bridging the gap between in their accounts of Messiah Yeshua help us to see the life that is in them that can only be obtained through the acknowledgement that Yeshua is the Messiah. And therefore, brothers and sisters, what we find is that we are in very much a similar situation to the people who were watching Messiah Yeshua him themselves. And we're going to be looking at these blind individuals. And when we're reading about these blind individuals, I'm hoping today that you'll be able to overlay the environment 2000 years ago in a place called Israel to wherever you are today. Because much like it was 2000 years ago in Israel, where there were those who were discipled, but who didn't endure to the end, there were the called and chosen, and there were the unbelievers who were in the midst of the called and chosen and the disciples of Yeshua. We have that same environment to this day. And unless you go through the process of judging yourself and taking the beam from your own eye, what you may find is you will fall for the error of unbelief, just like them. And I'm hoping that the word that goes forth today will be as much a light unto your feet as it was for the blind men who followed Yeshua. Once the principle, one must use and interpret scripture according to its purpose, is applied to the exploration of the Gospels, it will be made clear by their writers that they are bearing witness, they are gathering affidavits attempting to demonstrate that Yeshua is the son of Abraham, that Yeshua is the son of David and Yeshua is the son of God. This principle, you must interpret scripture according to his purpose, is one of the very first principles that I spoke about and mentioned at the beginning of this exploration of the Gospels. 
And if you use that principle, what you will find is that the writer of Matthew, he wrote that book, which we call the Gospel of Matthew, to prove that Messiah Yeshua is, as it says in Matthew chapter 1, verse 1, the generations of Yeshua Messiah, the son of Abraham, the son of David. I'll give you another example. If you turn with me to John. John chapter 20. Verse 30. It says, and many other signs truly did Yeshua in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that ye might believe that Yeshua is Messiah, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. So one of the, the, the purpose, therefore, of John's gospel is to prove Messiah, the Son of God, and that Messiah is Messiah. So if that be the case, that he is Messiah, there must therefore be a Messiah who was spoken about before. So John, therefore, Matthew, Mark and Luke are acting as a mediator, a, a, a medium between the reader and that which was spoken about before. They are saying, Messiah Yeshua is he. I saw it. I saw these things for myself. And here's the scriptures to affirm what I saw. And for those like Luke and Mark, who were disciples of disciples, they're giving a, a, an account which isn't first hand that have been gathered through evidence of first hand witnesses therefore although those who are reading their accounts weren't present the gospels is an attempt to bridge the gap between what they witnessed heard and experienced for themselves and the reader as such, though you weren't at the mountain, at the plain, the seafront, at the house, at the feast, hearing him speak, watching him for yourself, today we have the same opportunity as the people did to acknowledge him and as a consequence follow him and walk as he walked, just as they did. I know that sometimes we may feel like they had it better than us because they saw, they saw, but we have to come to the conclusion today, there were people who didn't see and believed. There were people, brothers and sisters, who heard and came. And this is very much like what we're going to read now 
with regards to the blind men. See, in Matthew 9, verse 29, it reads, first and foremost, and the fame hereof went abroad into all that land. Messiah Yeshua had been doing some marvelous works. He raised Jairus' daughter from the dead. He healed the woman with the issue of blood. He rose up the man who was bedbound because he had the, the palsy. The sick were being healed. The diseased were being healed. Demons were being cast out by the authority of his word. And you're getting constant ripples of fame, of, of influence going out through all the lands. And that fame came to the ears of some blind individuals. In verse 27, and when Yeshua departed thence, two blind men followed him crying. Now these, these individuals were crying and crying is kradzo. This is to croak as a raven, to scream, to call aloud, shriek, exclaim, entreat, to cry out. And this is what they were saying. This is what they were screaming. This is what they were exclaiming they were they were going for it brothers and sisters they were saying thou son of david have mercy on us so these individuals were screaming at the top of their voice and they were declaring yeshua as the son of david Son of David, have mercy. Son of David, have mercy. At the top of their voice, they were, they were screaming. They were exclaiming. They were shouting, have mercy, son of David. To the degree that as Yeshua is departing, and he's departing from the house, he can hear, over the crowd, remember, there is this crowd who, on the way to Jairus' house, were thronging him. This word thronging is describing a choking, a flooding. So these blind men were shouting above the noise of the thronging cloud, crowd who we can say we're rejoicing because of this resurrection of the dead. They are really going for it, brothers and sisters. And Yeshua heard them. But what was the of importance is not the volume of what they were saying or how loud they were speaking. It's really about what they were saying. They were calling Yeshua Messiah, the son of David. Though they were blind, these two men could see Yeshua prior to his own disciples 
the scribes and Pharisees. If you search the scriptures, you will not find, as far as I'm concerned, you may find it, but I don't believe there's another instance before this where people acknowledge Yeshua as the son of David. They had an understanding from the fame that had spread abroad that he was the son of David. This is before Matthew knew that Messiah, Yeshua, was the son of David. Peter, James, John, Andrew, Philip, Nathaniel, and so on. These blind men only heard. They didn't see the miracle. They just heard. They didn't know what Messiah looked like. They didn't know how tall he was or, 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 or any of that superficial stuff. They just heard. And from what they heard, they had an understanding before his own disciples, before the scribes, before the Pharisees. This has to be the son of David. This has to be the anointed one. This has to be Messiah, the anointed. They were blind but desired to follow him because of what they heard. It's amazing that you have blind individuals following Yeshua. And it was therefore what they heard prior to the Gospels being written that they, before his own disciples, the scribes and Pharisees, acknowledged Yeshua as the son of David. Now, if you, um, you skim read, you will presume that everyone understood this. When as a matter of fact, Everyone didn't understand this. This is something which when Peter said that Messiah is the one that, that they've been waiting for, Messiah Yeshua said, this is come by revelation from above. Not everyone understood this, but the blind men did. If we refer to Matthew 1 verse 1, the book of the generation of Yeshua Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. So when we're talking about using scripture according to its purpose, that's the purpose according to Matthew, the generation of Yeshua Messiah. This is who he was. He is the son of David. He is the son of of Abraham and therefore that which comes after verse 1 of chapter 1 is a proving that this is actually he and they prove it by giving you a record of his life his ministry the works that he did the things that he said the miracles the signs the wonders the death the burial the resurrection and the ascension so therefore his life we should be of be able to find in the scriptures that came before which speak about 
David's son. These scriptures which speak about David's son, which Yeshua Messiah began to fulfill throughout his ministry, the blind men were able to see, but his disciples, the scribes and Pharisees weren't coming to that revelation. The purpose of the gospel is to affirm Yeshua as Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham, and the son of God, not to establish a religious system distinct from the word. It's for this cause that the blind men saw him and the religious establishment didn't. And this is part of the issue that we have today. Part of the issue that we have today, brothers and sisters, is you have a people who believe in Yeshua but don't believe in Yeshua who was proclaimed to have come in the prophets or was proclaimed to be coming in the prophets, in the Psalms, in the Torah, in the law of the Most High. They believe in a counterfeit Yeshua who came to free us from the very scriptures who were preparing the people to receive the one that is supposed to be believed to this day. And as a result, you have people in this day and time who are believing in him. But when they read about him in the word, they don't believe that they have to walk as he walked. Because the Jesus that they believe in did, doesn't give instruction to walk as he walked. And therefore... Like this, I believe it was this very day. There are people who are claiming to be um, believers or followers of Jesus all the while cannot see themselves following Jesus if they marry their life up with the book. They're followers of another Jesus that we don't find written. The declaration of the blind men who hadn't seen Yeshua but heard of his words and works attributed them as a witness that he is the son of David. All the while, the rulers of Israel who heard and saw his words and works yet didn't receive him is a testament against the rites, customs and traditions that are added to the words of God by the religious establishment. This is the same issue that the disciples of Yeshua face to this day. This is an ongoing problem. It's an ongoing problem that persists to this day. And as a result, you have situations which we are speaking about here in the Bible where people are believers in Yeshua but not actually doing as he did or walking as he walked. Now if we if we go to the Bible today in Luke chapter 4 verse 18 it reads the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted to preach deliverance to the captives 
and recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty them that are bruised. Now, this is a passage of scripture that Messiah himself said, this, this day is it fulfilled in your ear. So he's speaking about what he has come to do, what he is doing. But when he was reading this passage in the synagogue in Luke chapter 4, he was being given the book of Isaiah or the scroll of Isaiah. And therefore, what Isaiah had done is recalled revelation that comes from the Most High to prepare the people so they will know who is the anointed. Who the Spirit is upon because he has been anointed to preach the good tidings, the gospel. And so when they see these things taking place, the, the good news, the gospel being preached to the poor, to the meek. If you're blind and you know what Isaiah said, that's your cue to step forward. Because if you know, for example, that there is an anointed one coming who the Bible says will open the eyes of the blind and here is a checklist that he will also do. If Messiah Yeshua and his fame is spreading abroad that he has done this, 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 this and this and blindness is on that list, then that's your cue to step forward to find out where, where he is. So even though you are blind, you're trying to follow this master Yeshua who is going from house to house, beach to beach, seafront, boat, house, mountain, plain, all over the place. And you're trying to find him. And when he walks on by, you scream, you shout aloud, you make your voice known. If we look at the scriptures, we have to discern that this is what's going on. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 42. Isaiah chapter 42, verse 1. Behold my servant. Whom I uphold, mine elect, in whom my soul delighteth. I have put my spirit upon him. He shall bring forth judgment to the Gentiles. He shall not cry, nor lift up, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed shall he not break, and the smoking flax shall he not quench. He shall bring forth judgment unto truth. He shall not fail nor be discouraged till he have set judgment in the earth. And the isles shall wait for his law. Thus saith the God Jehovah. He that created the heavens and stretched them out. He that spread forth the earth and that which cometh out of it. 
He that giveth breath unto the people upon it. And the spirit to them that walk therein. I, Jehovah, have called thee in righteousness and will hold thine hand and will keep thee and give thee for a covenant of the people. For a light of the Gentiles. To open the blind eyes. To bring out the prisoners from the prison and them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. Throughout the Gospels, what you will see is the language, the imagery and prophecies, what we find in the Torah the Psalms and the prophets being used as a bid to convince people that Yeshua is the one. Yeshua is he who is being given for a covenant to the people. How is he that one? When he sat down with his disciples, he lifted up his cup and he said, this is my blood which is shed for the remission of sins. This is the blood of the new covenant. The new testament. He is the one. Who is being given as a light unto the Gentiles. Which is why John spends the time in John chapter 1. Speaking about light. And light. And, and, and life. And darkness not being able to comprehend. The light that was sent into the world. Who is Yeshua Messiah. If that be the case and we can see that kind of language being used throughout the gospel, then it, it, it stands to reason that the aisles that shall wait on his law leads us to believe that what he said himself. When he was asked, how do I access the kingdom of Jehovah? How do I enter into the kingdom of Jehovah? His response is, what does the law say? What does the law say? The religious establishment, brothers and sisters, have built up and established their own kingdom. And their kingdom is on earth. The kingdom of the religious establishment has and always has been on earth and if you've been with us for any time we we that is a fact in terms of their theology it comes from the very foundation of the establishment of a roman greco gentile based religious system which we now call know, know to be christianity which essentially believed that the millennial reign begins here now already through the church which is led by the papacy and as a result they believe in the accumulation of wealth the accumulation of power which ultimately led to the enslavement of people the enslavement of people the stealing of their wealth the stealing of their lands 
which many of these establishments reap the benefits of to this day. But that, brothers and sisters, is contrary to the law and contrary to righteous judgment, which the Bible says Messiah will send to the isles. So now we have an imitation. We have the law, the Psalms and the prophets preparing people for a Messiah who is to come. And then a religious establishment which says, we don't need to keep none of that stuff. I will tell you what the Messiah came to do. The Messiah came to, came to do away with all of that stuff. And as a result, you have a people who are following the Christ. Who doesn't look like anything the prophets and the law and the Psalms said the Messiah would do. But in verse 7 he says to open the blind eyes. So you can just imagine brothers and sisters these blind individuals when they heard what Messiah was doing, when they heard what Messiah was teaching, when they heard about the, the, uh, the dead being raised, the sick of the palsy being raised up, all of which are just spreading the news, the leprous man, the leprous individual running about spreading and telling the people, though he, Messiah said, don't go and tell the people, don't spread this abroad, but go to, the, go to the priest and give an offering. This individual is running around town telling everyone, the blind men must have recognized this is he. This has to be the son of David. And when he come by, that's what they're shouting at the top of their voice. Even though they were blind, the word was a lamp unto their feet. The word was a lamp unto their feet and it brought them directly in front of Messiah Yeshua. And they, and, and they spoke the very words which will get his attention. Words of faith. The faith, the faith was in the works which were written in the Torah, in the Psalms, in the prophets. And their faith that Yeshua was the son of David came into alignment with that which is written. And therefore, because they humbled themselves, they became poor in spirit by screaming out to, for help, for mercy, they received it. Leaven, the rites, customs and traditions taught as commandments are blinding. They are blinding. And so the blind saw better than those who could see. The customs, traditions and rights of men are blinding because after a while, if you rehearse customs, if you rehearse traditions and you become steadfast upon those rights pertaining to your religion, what can happen is when revelation and truth comes, which opposes the rights, customs and traditions, because 
you have yoked your life to that which you are doing, it can cause you to not see the truth, which if you walk in will set you free. So you have a people who are rulers of Israel teaching from the scrolls whilst at the same time causing the people to interpret the scrolls through their lens because they are the rabbis, they are the masters of Israel and they couldn't see. They were the blind ones. The blind ones were able to see. If your faith is yoked to the scripture, then that which is in the scripture shall come to pass in accordance to your faith. They believed Yeshua was the son of David and so he could cause them to see. The scribes, the Pharisees, the Sadducees didn't teach, didn't follow, didn't do the word and therefore couldn't discern Yeshua, Messiah, because of their rites, customs and traditions blinded and hardened their hearts. There is a reason why the position that I hold is such against religious traditions. We know that, let me share with you what it says in the Bible. Turn with me to Mark chapter 7. Verse 5, then the Pharisees and scribes asked him, why walk not thy disciples according to the tradition of the elders, but eat bread with unwashen hands? He answered and said unto them, well have Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written, this people honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. How be it in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. For laying aside the commandment of God, ye hold the tradition of men, as the washing of pots and cups and many other such like things ye do. And he said unto them, Full well ye reject the commandment of God, that ye may keep your own tradition. The reason why I position myself contrary to things which I can't find in the Bible being taught and transmitted as though they can be found in the Bible is because it can lead to a vanity which ultimately is a rejection. Messiah called their worship vain. He called their worship vain. 
because they rejected through their vanity, through their traditions, the actual commandments of God so they may keep their tradition. But look at what it says in Luke chapter 6 verse 39. And he spake a parable unto them, Can the blind lead the blind? Shall they not both fall into the ditch? The disciple is not above his master, but everyone that is perfect shall be as his master. Obviously, we know, brothers and sisters, this blindness was not speaking about the blind men who screamed, Thou son of David, have mercy upon us. He is speaking about a blindness which is, is upon those who do not do as Messiah taught. If you do not become poor in spirit, nor teach it, become meek, nor teach it, if you do not hold to the, to the word where we are to Love our enemies, feed those who are hungry, do good, bless those who curse us and, and, and pray for them who persecute and despitefully use us. If we do not put our gift at the altar and then be reconciled with our brother. If we do not separate from ourselves that, that hand that wishes to do evil or that eye that wishes to look upon evil. If we do not stand upon the words of Messiah Yeshua and build our house upon that foundation, then we are blind. And if we are speaking to others and transmitting the word to others, then we are a blind guide. So these people who are leading and rulers of Israel were blind guides, but the blind people who came to Yeshua was able to see. The scribes, Pharisees and Sadducees were blind because instead of humbling themselves to hear Yeshua, demonstrating a poverty of spirit by yielding themselves to the word of Jehovah through him and therefore doing it, they chided, scoffed and derided him. Like them, it's possible to see while being blind. Now, if we have this understanding and we look across the horizon of what's going on today, we have to ensure that we are not like those who were in the midst of the word, who the word was being spoken to all the while the pride, the ego, the, uh, the lack of, of meekness, not humbling yourself, not recognizing that 
It is Messiah Yeshua who, who is king. I am not king. You are not king. I know that you can refer to a, uh, a passage of scripture which tells us that he is the king of kings and we will be kings and priests. But the illustration is that Yeshua Messiah is Messiah, the son of David, and therefore he is king. Therefore he reigns. But when you don't submit yourself unto the sovereignty of Jehovah's word, which Messiah Yeshua is, then you are propping up yourself to be a great one, to be the rabbi, to be a master. And today there are many masters who have positioned themselves to glean here and there from the words of Messiah Yeshua, much like the scribes and the Pharisees who were sitting down and listening to him at the feast in the house, while at the same time not recognizing he is the master. He is the one who we should be bowing down to. We shouldn't have people bowing down to us. We're all brethren. That system where you are the master, you are the rabbi, you are the sovereign one, is a Gentile-based system, but in the kingdom of Jehovah is not so. It doesn't mean that we do not recognize who we are in the body of Messiah Yeshua, and that we should not recognize that there are people who are on milk, there are people who are on, on strong meat. There are different offices of administration. But what it does mean is that you can position yourself like the people who called upon the Master Yeshua, recognized him as the son of David, submitted themselves unto him and believed him. Or you can be like the scribes, the doctors of the law, the Pharisees, the Sadducees. And when you hear the word being taught, when you see the works that are being taught in accordance to the word, all you've got to, to do is, 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 is chide, deride, put forth the finger, and essentially blaspheme. Matthew 9 verse 28. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Yeshua saith unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. They said unto him, Yea, Lord. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. According to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were opened. And Yeshua straightly charged them, saying, See that no man knoweth it. But they, when they departed, spread abroad his fame in all the country. Over the past few weeks, what we've been doing, brothers and sisters, it ha ha have been really honing down this concept of 
things in the kingdom, doors in the kingdom, truths in the kingdom, revelation and benefits of the kingdom being opened up to you and loosed unto you according to your faith. These individuals, when they were asked the question, do you believe that I can do it? Now, they already demonstrated that they believed that he was the son of David. He was the Messiah. And according to the scriptures regarding one who would be sent, blind eyes would be opened. But Messiah asked them the question, do you believe that I can do this? And they said, yes. And Messiah's response was, according to your faith, be it unto you. If we position ourselves today as followers of Messiah, we can ask the question, what is our faith in? You may have come across people who believe vehemently that miracles, signs and wonders were only for the apostles. And if that be the case, their faith is in the works that Messiah Yeshua did was for him and was for him alone. And as such, they never see it. They never experience it. And though they are commanded to do it, it doesn't come to pass. The same things with the religious establishment. There are things which leaders, those who are supposed to be deacons or those who are supposed to be bishops, how they are supposed to conduct themselves, how they are, they are supposed to conduct their home, interact with their wives and their wives interact with their husbands. But if you don't believe, then the, the benefits that come with believing will not show up. So you have a generation of people who believe with their mouth, but according to Messiah Yeshua, who, preached, who, who declared the prophecy, their heart is far from the Most High. This issue persists to this day. But it is according to your faith, be it unto you. And so the model that we are being seeing that we are being shown, teaching after teaching, verse after verse, is if you believe in Messiah Yeshua, and the Messiah Yeshua that you believe in is the one that is written in the word, then it's according to your faith. The woman with the issue of blood understood all I have to do all I have to do is touch the hem of his garment and I will be made whole and she was Jairus believed that I should come to I have to come to his to the feast Matthew's house and he has to come with me and Yeshua did and because that's what his faith was in his daughter was raised up
when the naysayers and unbelievers and the scoffers were, were, were laughing, he put them out. When they were saying, don't trouble the master, she's dead, he, he, he spoke to Jairus, fear not, only believe. When the, lep when the man of the palsy was lowered into the house, it's according to the faith of the friends, thy sins be forgiven thee. According to your faith, be it done unto you. A kingdom truth that unlocks the manifestation of healing is according to your faith, be it unto you. The blind men knew Jehovah would rise up a seed unto David in accordance to the scripture. And from hearing of the raising of the dead, the paralyzed walking, Jairus's daughter being healed, those with diseases being healed, those with plagues being healed, and demons being cast out through his word, they believed this Yeshua must be he. That same message that they heard is being communicated to you at this very moment. Do you believe? Do you believe? If you believe Yeshua is Messiah, then the word that talks about Yeshua being Messiah, he can do to this very day, even though you cannot see him like the blind men. Just like the, the, the blind men may have heard the word from witnesses, I am a witness of Yeshua being the Messiah and I'm expressing that witness testimony to this day. Messiah Yeshua is as real as they come. He is as present as they come. And he has been given all authority, all power in heaven and on earth. And as such, if you allow him to be your king, to be the one who you submit yourself unto, then everything which it says about him, about he who is to come, who has come, shall manifest in your life. You may not have blind eyes. But you may be bound. You may not have blind eyes. But you may be poor in spirit. You may be poor. You may be bruised. You may be mourning. You may be going through the very things which Messiah Yeshua is declared to have been sent for to free the people from. Let's go back. 
to bring prisoners out the prisons or to bring prisoners from the prison and them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. He have sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. And this is only just the, only a few passages of scripture that speaks about the work of Messiah Yeshua. He has done all of these things already. All of the things he has done have been done. We just have to ensure that we're like the blind men, that we're like Jairus, that we're like the woman with the issue of blood. We're like the leprous man or the friends that bring the man sick of the palsy. Because when your faith, brothers and sisters, is in that which is written, and that which is written, you believe, is fulfilled in Yeshua, then you just have to claim that which is yours. And if when you're claiming that which is yours and you don't see it, it's still yours. It is still yours. So try again. It's like, you, you, you're, you know, when you've got that money and you're putting it into the, into the machine and the, the money comes, it flies straight through. Do you say, oh, okay, I've put my money in. I need that parking ticket. I put my money in. It's come straight out because maybe the coin is the wrong shape or maybe it's the wrong way or something or, or another is up. Do you just walk away and let someone put a ticket on your car? No. The, thing, the coin come out, try again. Try again, try again. Okay, that coin isn't working. Let me try another coin. You try that coin. You try that coin. And you keep trying until you get that which you are putting your money in the machine for. And it's the same with the Most High. It's the same with Yeshua. Messiah Yeshua taught his disciples men always to pray and he gave the disciples the parable of the unjust judge and the widow and the key piece in the parable brothers and sisters is that the unjust judge didn't fear God but because the continual crying unto him he didn't want to be wearied so he avenged her of her adversary in other words brothers and sisters if you are keep trying with those coins praying praying declaring crying out uh, um, calling upon the messiah yeshua eventually if what you're crying for, you see in the word, eventually it's going to be your time, your season for Messiah Yeshua to be walking on by. It will be your time, your season where he will have compassion on you, just like what, he, what we saw the man by the, by the spring of water who had been in that condition for a long time and Yeshua come, came on by 
It's according to your faith. And if your faith is steadfast and endures and, and Messiah Yeshua is walking by, call upon him. Call upon him. Call upon him. Because he can do that which you need. He can give you that which you're asking for. So call upon him. Though you can't see him, be like those blind men that followed him. You can just imagine how blind men are following the Master Yeshua. How, how, how is blind men going to follow the Master Yeshua? They're listening, they're following, they're, they're discerning the sounds, they're looking for the crowds. And when they get the unction that they are near him, they are calling out at the top of, at the top of their voice. Amen. Again, brothers and sisters, I'm hoping you're, you're, you're hearing me today. Praise his name. Matthew 9, 32. As they went out, behold, they brought to him a dumb man possessed with a devil. Now this dumb is Kophus. From 2875, it means to be blunted, figuratively of hearing deaf or speech dumb deaf dumb speechless this man they brought unto him a dumb man possessed with a devil this individual was possessed with a devil and they brought him unto yeshua and when the devil was cast out the dumb spake and the multitude marveled saying it was never so seen in Israel. The reason why it was never so seen in Israel, brothers and sisters, is there are things which were reserved for the one who was coming. Isaiah 35 verse 1, the wilderness and the solitary place shall be glad for them. Isaiah 35 verse 1. And the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice, even with joy and singing. And the glory, the glory of Lebanon shall be given unto it. The excellency of Carmel and Sharon, shall, they shall see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God. Strengthen ye the weak hands. And confirm the feeble knees. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as a heart and the tongue of the dumb sing for in the wilderness shall waters break out and streams in the desert it's important brothers and sisters if we look at the the chronology 
it says, it's speaking of the Messiah. And it says, say to them that are of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. Even God with a recompense, he will come and save you. Messiah Yeshua is preaching the gospel of the kingdom. He is preaching that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So as Messiah Yeshua is preaching, telling the people, fear not, be strong. Salvation is coming. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Then. So Messiah Yeshua, as he is preaching, he is preparing the ground for the manifestation of healing. Because it is the word that was sent and healed the people. So Messiah is speaking and laying the groundwork for the kingdom of Jehovah to come and for the manifestation of healing. John the Baptist is preaching and causing the people to repent and be baptized unto for the baptism of repentance. And then that which is written about Messiah Yeshua after he says these things comes to pass with the blind eyes being opened. The ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as a heart and the tongue of the dumb sing. It's important, brothers and sisters, because if you believe Messiah Yeshua did these things and fulfilled scripture, and he did that all them years ago, he can fulfill scripture today. He is fulfilling scripture today. And now, what you have to do, just like the blind, just like the they who brought the man, the dumb man, who was possessed with the devil, bring yourself to Yeshua. Bring yourself to Yeshua before you allow the consultant to declare who you are. To declare what you have and to declare and speak those words over you get a get a consultation from the master bring yourself and bow yourself before him as these individuals did and in much the same way that which was written about the master in times past which was fulfilled in their present will be fulfilled in yours The rulers of Israel, because of their pride, defiance and vanity, were unable to discern the fulfillment of scripture before their eyes. As a result, the blind men saw Jairus's daughter was raised from the dead. The woman with the issue of blood was healed. The, leper, the leprous man cleansed, all in accordance to their faith, while the scribes, Pharisees and Sadducees brought condemnation upon themselves because of their unbelief.
This is the flip side of what can happen. Luke 19 verse 37. And when he was come nigh, even now at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. And he answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. And when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it, saying, If thou hadst known, even thou, at least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace, but now they are hid from thy eyes. For the day shall come upon thee, that thine enemies shall cast a trench about thee, and compass thee round, and keep thee in, in on every side, and shall lay thee even with the ground, and thy children within thee, and they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another. Because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. We must recognize in the days of Yeshua, there were people who could see Yeshua as the son of David because they knew the word about the son of David and recognized this is he. The Jesus that is preached today in many of the religious establishments, we can't find in the word. That's a counterfeit preaching. And as such, those who follow him are following him in accordance to a counterfeit model. What happened? The Pharisees, the scribes and the Sadducees were blind to when the true Yeshua turned up. What happens today? There is a blindness upon the people when the true Yeshua, the word of Yeshua, is spoken. And in much the same way, because they rejected the day of their visitation back then, there will be people who reject the visitation, your visitation. The one who Messiah Yeshua sent unto them and will bring condemnation unto themselves. If we are to judge ourselves, we have to make sure we are not the ones who reject the visitation through the servant he has sent. Matthew 9 verse 33. 
And when the devil was cast out, the dumb spake, and the multitude marveled, saying, It was never so seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, He casteth out devils through the prince of devils. Messiah Yeshua is doing the very works, the, the, the Tanakh describes the son of David doing. And they attribute the works that the Tanakh, the Old Testament prophets describe the son of David will do the one who they're waiting for, the one who Jehovah will, will use. What he will do in the earth as the works of the devil. These are blind guides leading blind. But it was the poor. It was the meek. It was the humble. It was the broken hearted. It was the bruised. It was those who are bound. When they heard the gospel, when they saw Yeshua, they recognize. The issue is, back then as we have today, there are all of these, these different voices. Though you can recognize, are you able to endure in that recognition or can you be deterred by the naysaying voices? Remember, the straight gate is one you have to strive for. In other words, there's going to be obstacles in the way. You're going to be challenged. There are things which have been placed in the way you have to fight to get to the gate the religious establishment is gatekeepers they're keeping the gate and they're holding hands with the very same system of iniquity we have to come out from we have to separate ourselves from they're in this ecumenical order with all unrighteousness. So we have to look beyond. We have to look beyond what people dress like. Oh, he looks holy. Why? Because he's wearing a, a set apart garment. We have to look beyond what people say when they're on camera, what people say when they're in the presence of people who are observing them and then the camera turns off and you don't see them and you don't know them. We have to look beyond these things, knowing that there are going to be wolves in the sheep enclosure, in the sheep pen, and the only way you will discern a wolf from the sheep is by their fruit. And if they are in on the, the good vine 
the fruit of Messiah, the fruit of the apostles and prophets will be the same. And it's for this cause why if your faith, there is not a single person in this book who doesn't walk your faith while you are claiming to be someone who believes in this book, then you have to come to the conclusion, though you may claim to be on the vine, if you're not bearing the same fruit, then you're part of a different tree altogether. They called and said, he casteth out devils through the prince of devils. Believing for some strange reason that the devil is casting out devils. They're going to say those same things about you. They say those same things about me. That because I teach certain things and maybe because you are saying certain things that you are under the influence of Satan. If they said it about Yeshua, if they said it about his apostles, then what we have to do is recognize when Messiah Yeshua said. When they speak all manner of evil against you for his name's sake, rejoice. For great is your reward in heaven. The scribes, Pharisees and Sadducees brought condemnation upon themselves because their pride, defiance and vanity built up through their rights, customs and traditions made them blind to the fact that the word of Jehovah was fulfill being fulfilled before their very eyes. They attributed the works of Yeshua that the word declares the son of David will do because of the anointing of Jehovah to devils. Yet the blind, the plagued, the leprous, the oppressed, the meek rejoiced to see the works of Jehovah through him. They came to him as they do today. According to your faith, be it unto you is a statement Yeshua declares for us today. As well as for them. Is your faith in Yeshua in alignment to the word? Are you rejoicing when his works are done? Or are you attributing the works that he did, which is being done today, to devils? According to your faith, be it unto you, brothers and sisters. This is something you are going to see time and time and time again through the Gospels. To the degree where even a Roman centurion has great faith to the degree that Messiah has not seen in Israel at that time.
This is a key that unlocks the vaults of heaven for you to be able to receive that which you need. The first port of call is to bring yourself under. It's not your will, it's not my will, but his. That is to be done first and foremost. Bring yourself under. We have to humble ourselves to the degree like these men have mercy on us, crying at the top of their voice. Like Jairus, who in front of his, his peers, he was the ruler of the synagogue. He went to Matthew's house and there were scribes and Pharisees there, as well as sinners and publicans, to bow down and worship at the master's feet. If we receive this protocol, according to your faith, be it unto you. And your faith is in this book. Then the Messiah, Yeshua, who is in this book, who you have faith in, can do the very things which is being spoken about. And that's a reason to rejoice if you are poor. If you are bruised, if you are broken hearted, if you are bound, if you need to be set free. Because if you believe that Messiah Yeshua can do it and you humble yourself unto him, then according to your faith, be it unto you. Thank you for fellowshipping with us today. I hope that teaching blessed you. But here is how you can be a blessing to us. By donating a small amount each month, by tithing and giving offerings to House of Israel London, you will help us continue to host and broadcast our services locally and to the world. Thanks to the faithfulness of a very small number of saints, we are able to hire our venue for weekly feast, Sabbath and prayer services purchase equipment allowing us to record and broadcast our teachings, stream services live onto the internet, promote our ministry across the internet allowing us to be a worldwide witness for Yeshua the Messiah, upload and host teaching videos, podcasts, blog posts and more on our website, submit our podcast to iTunes and other global platforms, answer questions live by email or by phone and there is much more but our ministry can't continue these services to improve to grow to make an impact without the support if you have been blessed by our ministry by our weekly and feast sabbath services through our online fellowship by the hundred plus teaching videos by having your questions answered through counsel through prayer or by the myriad of things not listed above, I invite you to support us. You can donate via our website at www.hoilondon.co.uk forward slash pages forward slash donate. Alternatively, why not call me on 033333 447454. 
to discuss other options. Proverbs 3 verse 9 reads, Honour Jehovah with thy substance, and with the firstfruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. If you desire this ministry to bless others as it has blessed you, then start supporting us today. Shalom.